0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Roger Lipshot. Thank you for joining us once again. As always, I never do these alone, and joining me is my great friend, wonderful co-host, Mr. Benjamin Saunders. Ben, good to see you, man. What's going on?
1: Surprise, surprise, surprise. Hello, Rod. Glad to be here. Okay.
0: Anyway, we have some guests with us today, so, uh, Ben please introduce us our wonderful panel we have with us this evening.
1: We have Kristen with us today. Hello,
2: Kristen. Hello. How you doing? How are you guys?
0: Doing good. Wonderful.
2: Well, for those who don't know me, I am the Miss Filmingo. You can follow me on Instagram at Miss Filmingo and on Twitter at KFilmingo. And you can follow me on the Mac Movie Reviews Podcast. And I'm excited for today's conversation.
1: Awesome. We are too. And our second guest, drum roll please, we have Kenneth. Hey, Kenneth.
3: Hey, guys. Uh, glad to be here. And we're uh, really looking forward to this discussion.
1: Us as well. And is that it? No, we have one more guest. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's like your Roman. Your <laughs> Oh, no.
1: Last, but definitely not least. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's Roman. Welcome,
4: Ooh. Roman. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm here, and I'm
1: ready. <laughs> well said. Well, we are ready as well to jump into the main topics today. What, Whatever could they be, Rod?
0: Uh, today we're going to talk about films that surprised us, and films that disappointed us. You know, I'm sure we all watch some trailers and we think, boy, that looks like a big pile of crap. That, that doesn't look good at all. And I'm sure there's some trailers where we think, that looks amazing, and it turns out to be crap. So... What I thought would be fun today is I gather you all here. And once again, Ben, I thank you for coming on. Uh, We're going to talk about some films. Like I said, I asked you all to get three to five films that surprised you and disappointed you. And we're going to start out with get the negativity out the way first and talk about some films that disappointed us. So how we're going to do this is if you have some honorable mentions, go ahead and say those first when it is returned. And then uh, we'll dive into your top three by going one at a time. So, Kirsten. Ladies first, as always, we're going to start with you. Maybe your first film that really, really disappointed you and really just pissed you off.
2: Okay. Well, I don't know if any of these really, like, pissed me off. I think I just felt sad. I think that's a better word. Because okay. yeah. a lot of these were just, like, anticipated films. And going through my list, there's two sequels. So you can say one okay. about sequels. So I'm gonna get the first sequel that really disappointed me, and that was Zoolander Two.
5: Oh <laughs> yeah,
2: that I was my most anticipated film, a long-awaited sequel. You know, Ben Stiller was teasing it a couple times, and then when Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson, you know, came out in their their iconic like you know costumes for that fashion show that they did a couple of years ago. And they said, "Yep, we're coming back, come back baby. And uh, yeah, it wasn't good. I don't think Ben Stiller had the right mindset to direct it. There wasn't to me a clear story knowing that, you know, they killed off his wife, you know, and just said like, okay, we forget about her and just bring in Penelope Cruz. And all it was to me was just like glitzy glam, You know, how many superstars can we get in this film? Because they had like Katy Perry and Ariana Grande and like Skrillex. And then Justin Bieber was this whole, like, had this whole opening in the film, if you guys remember. And for those who have seen it. And I was just like, why am I, I don't want to see all these celebrities. I just want to see Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. And it just came off as this like cringy, weird vibe. I didn't like it. Have you guys seen it?
1: Yeah, I missed it in theaters, uh, but I, I saw it on TV. Uh, yeah, that's it's a lot of star power, but not much uh, to work with there. Uh, like you're saying, the the one part I do remember was uh, a lot of fashion designers at the end. Um, yeah, like all cameos.
2: Yeah, they do like this, like Luminati <laughs> yeah stuff, and it's like. I don't know, like, what was it? I don't know if it was Cristiano Ronaldo or something like that. It's like, like the major, like Anna Wintour maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're all just pull off their mask and it's like, why is this cult thing going on here?
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, Ralph Lauren being there. Uh, okay, yeah, Ralph Lauren is in it. Maybe, maybe he'll figure. But uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting interesting movie. Weird choices they made. Uh, yeah, definitely the, the first is this way better of course being kind of a acquired taste with comedy um, yeah. but but I, I always enjoy seeing Ben Stiller.
2: Yeah. Um, I love Ben Stiller though but this one was definitely his weaker weaker yeah. projects.
0: Agreed. The thing about Zoolander 2 which I think kind of helped it in its favor was it came out the same weekend as the first Deadpool. So yeah. you know what whatever negativity you know it got it definitely the over the reaction to Deadpool kind of helped when the Zoolander two's favor in terms of uh, not talking about it.
2: Yeah, so. and it was also like 20 years too late, you know. Absolutely, not even way years. too late. It was not even 20 years. It was too late for its time. It should have came a sequel for the film. Should have at least came out like in 2005, even 2010, yeah. Even though it still would have been a little longer for, you know, t- of a, like re-release or a sequel. It just was so outdated, but I was willing to give it a shot because I just love Zoolander. It's like one of those films you can like rewatch on TV, even if it's on like, you know, TBS, whatever channel you may have. And for a sequel, it's got poor taste and poor comedy in it. Absolutely. I don't like the thing with The Sun either. It just didn't hold up as well. So that's my first pick.
3: All right, all right, Janice you're up um uh disappointments right yes yes sir um you said that we could start uh with like an honorable mention
0: yeah if you have one then get it, go ahead and get into your number three
3: yeah so um uh my honorable mention would be um uh tron legacy uh it was yeah. a film yeah uh it was a film that i was very much looking forward to uh and the trailers were amazing. They were incredible, still some of the best trailers that I've ever seen, uh, especially um, that teaser trailer with that fantastic uh, Daft Punk score, uh, which even still in the movie is probably the best thing about it. Um, and uh, yeah, when I watched it, I was seriously let down. Uh, uh, I, I watched it once in theaters, and I revisited again around 2017, and Although I don't hate it, um, it definitely has its fair share of flaws. Uh, the plot is rather dull. Um, for a movie with such a cool concept, it was kind of le- like a shame that all the characters were so, uh, one dimensional and, uh, you know, not very compelling. I think, uh, Olivia Wilde was probably the best, uh, character, um, on, like, in the whole movie. You know, just a typical, uh, badass female character, but, you know, uh, she's probably like the you know like the only one that has any ounce of like charisma or charm. The other ones were very dry. Um, the villain is nightmare fuel because of that dated uh, CGI thing where they try to make uh, Jeff Bridges uh, look younger, but that turned out to look terrible. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, aside for some uh, visual effects and a very 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 good score, uh, everything else was. Pretty average, not very uh, noteworthy. Again, I don't hate it. It's just very uh, passable, could have been a lot better. Uh, I am still very much looking forward to um, uh, Tron 3 because um, I think that this uh, franchise has a lot of potential uh, with the right director. Um, So yeah, uh, Tron Legacy would be my honorable mention. Uh, My number three would be um, this uh a film that not a lot of people remember or don't really bring up maybe because of how forgettable it was uh was um uh chappy uh which was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. yeah um yeah so basically uh long story short uh i love um uh district nine i think that uh neil blomkamp was probably one of the more promising uh directors that showed a lot of uh, potential coming into the two thousand and tens. Uh I really liked um Elysium. I know that some not some people uh weren't fond of it. I know that some of the uh commentary was a very um you know like uh shallow and very um like heavy handed. But overall I really dug uh the style and aesthetic. I thought it was a very uh, beautiful uh looking movie and I thought it was very um um like entertaining now Chappie, on the other hand that was bad um i uh, i don't remember much from it it was just aggressively mediocre um it was just a whole lot of nothing uh the characters were very bland and not very memorable uh hugh jackman i think plays a villain and not really nothing worth mentioning like that's my problem with the movie like uh from the director who made uh you know uh did uh um district nine uh which is one of my favorite films ever made uh it was just such a disappointment to see such a bland and just average and mediocre movie uh just you know like coming from him uh it's a shame that he hasn't done anything else uh you know i'll make later on i hope he does something uh, you know coming into this decade, uh, but yeah, that would be my third choice. Uh, Chappie, just a whole bag of meh, very average, nothing worth mentioning, and uh, yeah, just yeah, that's my third pick. Uh, Chappie,
0: I remember being, I think it came out when I was, I, was, I was in college, and I was on a Saturday, it was opening weekend, and the theater was dead empty. And I was like, "Oh, this can't be a good sign." <laughs> sure enough, yeah, you were right. That was, yeah, that was a pretty, pretty bad movie. Um, I yeah. agree with you though about Elysium. Elysium, I quite enjoyed. Yeah, uh, I more agree. than most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I uh, thought would know, be cool. Yeah, I think Neil Blancamp's thing was also supposed to. You know, I think he was supposed to do a Halo film at some point, right?
3: He was. I think yeah. Attached to Halo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was, but I don't know. I guess it never happened. I think. Yeah. Like, wasn't Steven Spielberg supposed to do like a halo thing and that never happened as well? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, like, I don't know what that hell happened, but yeah, it was just such a disappointment to see a director that I really, you know, like, you know, I'm like, looked up to a director that was like, responsible for uh, my huge love for movies. And then he kind of makes just Chappie and that's really it. Like, <laughs> nothing really uh worth, Praising or mentioning, so yeah, Chappie. Gotcha. I agree with that. Does anyone have any thoughts
0: on Chappie before we go on the Roman?
2: I am yeah. actually part of a watch along. Uh, but by the time this goes out, it would have already happened. I'm part of a watch along for Chappie. Oh so, wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <I watch everybody laughs> catch me watching Chappie.
5: <laughs>
2: There's an You <audience laughs> know, I'm surprised. I was like, because I'm like one of those people. It was like, I don't get the hype for Chappie, but I guess I saw it and it just was like, meh to me. Like, I really don't care. But then I'm part of this watch along and all the people that actually I'm participating with tomorrow are actually a huge fan of it. So I'm just like, this is going to be interesting. So
0: yeah,
2: it's either to me, that's a film either you like it or it's like, oh yeah, it's pretty solid. And you have a fan base. Like there's a lot of fans out there that I, no, who like it I'm not one of them but
4: <laughs> wow I agree with Kenneth um I like District 9 and Elysium um but Chappie was just kind of really just meh to me I, exactly. I really think in large part I, I think it was an ambitious choice to add um Ninja and Yawandi from Diane the two mm-hmm. like main characters yeah. but they just they're not great actors at all, unfortunately no. so it really just made the movie kind of fall flat um Chappie, uh, played Chappie, uh, Char Charlton Copley, right? Yeah. yeah, I think he, he did, did good. Yeah, good with what and do. Yeah, all three. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, it kind of fell flat. Um, unfortunately, it was a good concept, though. I, I yeah, kind of. That's what brought me to the theater originally. But it, yeah,
3: yeah, I it think Wong is concept. good at those concepts. I'm sorry, Kenneth.
4: Go ahead.
0: I'm
3: sorry, man. Oh, nothing. You you know, it was just, you know, I'm a sucker for science fiction. I love science fiction stories. I love science fiction movies. And this one seemed like my cup of tea. Um, You know, it's a shame because you know, I was, again, I was really looking forward to it. Uh, And, you know, this story about, I guess, you know, transhumanism and, uh, you know, like this robot slowly gaining uh, you know, thoughts and emotions and you know, consciousness and becoming its own. Uh, really could have been something, but it was just so messy. Like nothing ever happened. You never really feel Chappie, you know, become his own person. And then again, Hugh Jackman plays his villain, which I don't really see the need in having a villain in that movie. He was really, really, really unnecessary. Yeah, and to that point,
0: I think Neil Blomkamp does a very good job of creating really interesting concepts. It's just the execution doesn't always work and now yeah. I've only done three films uh yeah, Elysium I enjoy it I do, yeah I do enjoy Elysium a lot but I can understand some of the people's flaws they have with it yeah um, me too. and Chappie of course like you said it's just very messy very very messy so yeah. uh if no one else has any thoughts I think Roman
4: you're up next yeah I think this one's gonna be a little bit controversial but I think my, my third film's gonna be Wonder Woman actually I really wanted
0: oh. to add oh, oh boy no. oh, boy. Hold Hold oh my, my
4: goodness reason.
5: everybody
4: have to get my popcorn it's gonna be good Hold on my <laughs> favorite um, comic books growing up was always the DC DC comics um whether I was reading Batman or the Flash comics and stuff like that so I've always been excited to see those adapted into live action but um, what we've come out with in the most recent DC and media, or DC movie universe is a lot of mediocrity um, or less than mediocrity in a lot of cases, and I just kind of grew complacent to that. Um, Wonder Woman, a movie that came out um, in in between all of that, I did think um, it was promising from the trailers. I was like, maybe they're gonna um, kind of turn things around. The franchise is gonna go up. It's gonna be great, um, and I did enjoy it more than the other DC movies. But I do think it had a lot of shortcomings, like a lot of the DC movies do, um, specifically in regards to like Ares and, and, and his character, and the way he was written into the movie and stuff like that. I really just think the second act of that movie really made the movie fall kind of flat to me. I liked the, the beginning part, but the second part kind of, not ruin the movie, but I, you know, I was disappointed uh, by, by that. And I really think it could have done better. Um, with that said, I am excited for the new Wonder Woman to see if they if they kind of make that, that concept work a little bit better. But I, like I said, I like it more than the DC movies um, that have come out already, but it still kind of disappointed me in, in one way or another. Yeah. So um, let me ask you this, Roman,
0: because did, did you like Chris Pine at all? So I think Chris Pine was the best part about that movie.
4: I think Chris Pine did good. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: And did the, like, the third act kind of seal the deal for you, too? Because Ben and I both have had, uh, we talked about Wonder Woman a lot on the show. Uh, we both have problems with that third act because I'm exactly. kind of on the opposite. Like I thought, and Kenneth, Kenneth has been on, we did a DCEU episode and we talked about this. So I'm not going to get all in the great detail, but I thought for the first two acts, Roman, that Wonder Woman was going to be on the way and to be my top 10 favorite comic movies of all time. And then that third act happened, and I thought it just fell apart completely. Uh, I know, Kenneth. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, yeah, that third act falls apart. But, like you said, two Roman, I'm, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 84. Uh, I'm, I'm not happy to bring in Chris Pine back, but, you know, if Pat, Patty Jenkins is coming back, so
4: I'll have some faith. Yeah. Have some faith. But yeah. Like, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like it was going to be, it had a really strong build up uh, up until that, that third night, like you were saying. And it really just kind of threw, if they, they had the budget and then it seems like they ran out of time, money and production. They're like, all right, we have to throw something together. And it just, right. it really didn't work out for me at
1: all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember a couple of people in my theater when they, uh you know, realized who Ares was, they, <gasps> you know, deep breaths and stuff. And I was just kind of like, ah, uh,
4: okay. Yeah. Exactly. So I kinda, <laughs> it's like really? That's cool, the best I guess, you could do <laughs> yeah.
0: you say that out loud, Benjamin. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, like you said, the, the third act it, it goes downhill pretty quick. Um I did like their chemistry a lot, Gal Gadot and, and Chris Pine. Uh and that held it together the first two acts. But interesting, interesting choice.
0: Yeah. All right, Benjamin, you're up. You're muted.
1: I am there up. Um, <laughs> here I am. So I'm not a big horror movie guy uh, with, you know, jump scares and stuff. But this one I was uh, looking forward to because the, the first one really surprised me. It's based off a Stephen King book.
0: Oh, I know where he's going to that.
1: And the first one had a great dynamic with these child actors and awesome. it, it felt a lot. Oh, it felt a lot like uh, you know Stand by Me or, or you know those classic kid movies in the '80s. And then the sequel to It came along, and I was quite disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. the The adult actors they chose were great, and I thought you know what they did with their scripts they, they did really well. Uh, for the most part, but Pennywise didn't appear a whole lot, and when he did, it was a lot of uh, CGI and and not like practical effects like the first one. Um, now I know based off the book, it, it followed kind of closely how they they split up all the um, all the characters, which I was okay with, but they kind of throw in this little you know MacGuffin that they gotta get all these these special items and bring them together and make a little witch's brew thing and it wasn't that exciting to me uh, and ultimately the the ending kind of fell flat i i understood what they were going for but just the way they executed it wasn't that great um, but uh, i love bill hader and just got chastain was great uh, my, my favorite scene probably was that that chinese restaurant when they all get together yep. Mm-hmm. um that, that was that was well done but then pretty much after that i started to lose uh lose interest
0: mm-hmm. um what's well, that runtime too benjamin like we talked about before oh, yeah. on the show the runtime was a big 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 mistake it mm-hmm. should never been that long
5: yes. yeah
1: and uh you know my, my girlfriend anna she doesn't like horror movies that much either but i was like oh we, we got to see this one i was like you know the first one was great this this should be really good and then we were both really disappointed and talking about its flaws far long after. So, yeah, that's that's my first choice of disappointments.
0: Anyone have any thoughts about Ben's pick?
2: I can agree. Where I don't think it was a total disappointment for me, but uh, I th- don't think it was like I how do I put this? The first one was so hyped up. Everybody really liked it. Everybody loved the kids. Everybody loved Pennywise. Everybody loved the practical effects. There was so much good in that film. It was really good. And to live up to the sequel was really, 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 really hard. And I am not a huge fan of it. I did love Bill Hader. And I mm-hmm. think besides the Chinese dinner scene, I think the best Pennywise scene in that film is when Bill Hader is in the park. Yeah. I think that's the best scare in the film. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, the runtime was way too long. I can agree to that. and. Uh, what the scares were and all I was there I was like where it was for the first one so
1: yeah and the I remember that the trailer too which was basically that clip with the uh the elderly lady and that was mm-hmm. like perfectly you know laid out and really creepy yeah. but that was you know the it showed most of that scene so when it came in the movie yeah it, you know it wasn't that scary and then they they made her into a weird cGI thing so.
3: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I also pretty much agree with w- um, with you guys. Uh, the running time was definitely my biggest problem with it. Uh, it's too damn long. No horror movie should have to be that. Um, Absolutely. No horror movie should have to be three hours long. However, I do feel like um, uh, Doctor Sleep was probably the right yes. way on how to do a near three hour horror movie it had great writing uh the mm-hmm. character development was um was really good my problem with It chapter two is that it, it's messy uh it's uh it's overstuffed it gets way too repetitive the scares mm-hmm. play the same beat, and it's just jump scare sequence over jump scare sequence I, at some point i just became numb to like all these supposedly scary scenes yeah, um, mm-hmm. I like uh, the House of Mirror scene uh, with um, uh, uh, with James McAvoy trying to rescue a uh, mm-hmm. little kid uh, from Pennywise, but he fails. Uh, that scene was really creepy and, and cool. Um, but other than that, it was just very, uh, just a very bloated, messy, uh, uneven film. Uh, um, Like I said, Dr. Sleep proved that you can make a near three hour horror movie and actually make it work. Agreed. Uh, But It Chapter Two was the wrong way on how to do it. So um, yeah, those are my thoughts on uh, on It Chapter Two.
4: Uh,
0: Roman?
3: I actually haven't
4: seen it. I I haven't seen it in franchise. I'm not a big horror movie guy. Wow. That's all
0: right, that's all right. (laughs) Uh, I kind of echo all, I mean, like I said earlier, the runtime is its biggest problem. My problem with the movie, even though I I think I probably like it most out of all you guys, uh, there's a lot of stuff that they go through in this movie with Beverly's husband and the abuse and, you know, uh, uh, Bill's stuff with his wife and the kid. uh, Like you said, you mentioned the mirror scene and then like, does anyone tell his parents? There's just a lot of stuff that kind of just gets forgotten in this movie. I mean, like, we go from Eddie dying a oh, spoiler alert by the way uh we go from Eddie dying what? to oh snap I forgot what I oh my god <laughs> it's okay <laughs> oh god oh, no. it I'm so
4: sorry <laughs> <about me. laughs> I don't know the name so I won't it will still be a surprise it's okay
0: okay uh yeah there's a lot of stuff that's for gun and uh, I'm gonna shut up now
4: anyway so um <laughs> Rowan, I'm so sorry. No, don't worry about uh, it. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess it's my turn now. What a great segue. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple honorable mentions. Uh, Kenneth, for the sake of you, you knew this movie was going to be on my list, and I'm not going to go into great detail, so I'm going to say, leave it as an honorable mention. It is Batman v Superman, Donna Justice. What a letdown. Da- <laughs> let down Look, we're just talking about the theatrical cut, Roman. All right, we're just, uh, Kenneth. We're just talking about the theatrical cut. Okay. <laughs> all right. It's it, it's it's a mess. I think you and I can agree that it's a mess. All right. There, there's it's not all bad. It's a mess, and I'll leave it at that. Still still bad. Anyway, uh, my other honorable mention goes to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean: At World's End. After uh, two great movies with The Curse of the Black Pearl and Dead Man's Chest. This one was just three hours of nothing for me. I, mm. you know, Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow—it was just kind of getting old. The shit was getting old for me, and uh, I saw some. My dad, my friend, my dad fell asleep about five minutes after the movie started, and he didn't wake up until the credits started rolling. Um, it just—it it just didn't work for me. It was just kind of—it was just kind of bland. Uh, uh, yeah.
4: character character of uh, Captain Jack Sparrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just there. I mean, the, the score's great, though. I'll give it that. The score's the score's really good. Oh, yes. Hans um, is the man. Yeah, that's, that's about all I got for you, though. But those aren't my most disappointments. My, my number three uh, is a sequel. And, Kirsten, I don't know if this is going to be on your list or not, because you did say you had two sequels on your list. Uh, this first one had Will Smith, and the second one, they decided to go ahead and kill him off for God knows what reason. Uh, we're gonna talk about Independence Day resurgence, cause what okay, a mess. On my, my okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Way. Yeah. This was this was just bad to to the twelfth degree. I mean, I I don't know how you guys feel about that first one, but for me, I I love that first one a lot. Uh, it's a movie I watch almost every Fourth of July. Uh, and then this one came up, my friend and I, we were really excited because, you know, trailers just promised us this fun two hour action movie, you know, stuff your face with popcorn and soda, whatever, and have a good time with the crowd. And we paid the extra money to go see it in IMAX at seven o'clock at night. And, you know, we made it, we, it was, yeah, uh, not, I don't even remember what really happens in this movie. I remember a lot, a whole lot of CGI spaceships and green lasers, uh, nothing, You know, the first one had a lot of cheesy acting, but it fit with the movie. Here, it was just bad acting. I mean, I I mean, yeah, Liam Hemsworth, who I'm sorry, I don't think he can act. (laughs) I do not think this guy is a really good actor. Uh, that's, that's, you know, don't, please don't kill me or anything. I don't know if there's any Liam Hemsworth fans out here, but, uh, to me, he's just kind of bleh. And then, uh, you know, we were promised some some Jeff Goldblum, but kind of like Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, he's in it for like what a, a few minutes, maybe more. I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, this movie was just disappointing to the to like I said, to the twelfth degree. Uh, Jesse Usher plays Will, Will Smith's son. You got William Fickner. Uh, you've got bring Bill Pullman back. I think Bill Pullman's daughter is also in it. Uh, there's not, nothing screams of nostalgia in this movie. It's just it's just sort of there. I remember leaving the theater and the whole audience I was with, which was pretty empty for independence day film, which was probably should have been my first time. This was going to be a bad movie. Uh, everyone seemed pretty disappointed and pissed off. And, uh, you know, there was talks about the making a third one. And I'm pretty sure Disney shut that down real quick. And so good, 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 uh, good decision on their part to, to shut that down. But yeah, uh, independence day resurgence was just a mess for me. And, uh, I, like I said, I don't remember really anything that happened, so that's my number three.
5: Yeah,
1: I don't remember much either, um, except the one part where they try so hard and fail so miserably at, uh, nostalgia is trying to recreate the Independence Day speech from from Bill Coleman's yeah. character. Oh my gosh. they yeah. they build it up with the music to be epic, and he's talking to like 20 people in, a, in an airplane hangar. And it was just sad. They drive a bus around at the end. That's all I remember, pretty much.
0: <laughs> Any more thoughts on Independence Day, Why Did This Happen movie? Before we move on, back to Kirsten for her number two. Well, One, once going twice. All right, Kirsten, we are back to you for your number two.
2: Okay. Uh, another sequel. Uh, these poor sequels. I always can't live up to the hype. Uh, another comedy one that is loved by at least the first one by many including me but the hangover two is definitely a disappointment. oh
0: no <laughs> i enjoyed that second one i know
2: the first, first one was so good I, loved, oh, I i agree i think it's definitely todd phillips weaker films don't get me wrong and I love the first one. I watch it all the time when it's on TV. I have the Blu-ray. I think Bradley Cooper, uh Ed Helms, which I think is the only good performance we're gonna get out of Ed Helms, is really good in that film. Ed Helms can't find a good project, that poor man. And then Jack Albanakis. Uh yeah it's the sequel was just a le- little bit of a letdown for me and it's not the same as the original like where the whole vegas trip was so crazy i mean i love the mike tyson stuff in the first one and then here they go to thailand it's Stu's wedding and it just to me didn't feel as rememberable you know i loved like i can recall so many scenes in the first one in the sequel i just it was like it's fine it's not you know like all i remember from it is like something happens with a boat or a yacht or something like that am i wrong isn't there something like- oh yeah
0: that's near the end so like they're they're trying to get back to the wedding
2: yeah and they and still, I, they
0: they take a boat i think yeah. they still started to take someone's boat and they like crash alan drives it and crashes it into yeah the of the course
2: wedding. alan drives it. that's the only person who should drive it, it crazy <laughs> to drive a boat. and knowing just, I felt let down by it. And I just, you know, even my dad likes the first Hangover movie, and I remember renting it, like, on Thanksgiving weekend, when it came out, like, on demand, and I was just like, this is it, you know? And it just didn't come out as, like, what I was hoping for, you know? But yeah, but I actually preferred the third one over the sequel, which is not, you know...
0: Really? Yeah, I'm and- the opposite of you. I, d- I couldn't stand the third one. That third one really just... Me a I,
2: the third one I wasn't crazy about with the Melissa McCarthy scenes, but other than that, uh, the sequel didn't didn't do for it for me.
0: Well, it's a it's a movie, it's a franchise that should have never been a franchise. Yeah, you exactly.
2: Know, I agree. It had the that first movie have just been left as it is.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: So, anyone else have any thoughts on Hangover Part Two before we move on to Mr. Kenneth Roman?
3: You good?
2: Yeah, I'm
0: good. Okay.
3: All right, Kenneth, you're up. Alright, um, All right. so uh, my second pick, and I'm not sure if you guys have seen this one, it was another one of those movies that came and went, nobody remembers them anymore, but for some reason I got really excited for. Uh, my second pick would be uh, Red uh, Sparrow uh, with, um, mm-hmm. uh, with Jennifer Lawrence. Um,
2: oh, I didn't we, see this. I finally, it. It. I, I finally
3: saw it. it. I finally saw it a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that it's not the most popular movie, you know, again, it's one of those like, you know, came and went movies, you know, it came out, nobody saw it, and everybody kind of like moved on. Um, but I was actually very much looking forward to it because uh, it just really seemed like my cup of tea. It just mm-hmm. really looked a movie that I was going to love, like Jennifer Lawrence playing a deadly female, um, 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 like, assassin In, like, this very dark and moody espionage, uh, um, uh, thriller. Hell yes. You know, I was very much, uh, you know, like, on board with it. And then it came out, and well, unfortunately, the movie is just, uh, again, one of those very, very, very mediocre, um, very forgettable movies, uh, which I guess I I shouldn't be surprised, but I, I, was still really, um, you know, like, let down. Uh, um by it uh, it's too long it's way 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 too long i i just remember watching the movie in theaters and just thinking to myself when is this movie going to end it's like two hours and 30 minutes i i think or like two hours yeah. and 20 yeah. um it's really mean-spirited i don't really know how else to mention but it's a it's a very uh mean-spirited movie i, I don't really know how how house to um no, you put you got you, you i think you described it right yeah it's it, it, it's uh it's very uh um controversial i, I think or it's a very you know, like mean-spirited you know um like type the movie jennifer lawrence does a good job i think even if her russian accent is a little weird um i really dug uh the visual style um uh um i'm like um uh, uh i really dug the the visual style. I remember some people saying that it kind of felt like a like a Black Widow um, um like origin story, you know, with the whole like Russian program and stuff like that. And I hope uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I really saw um um like the cinemat uh, not 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 cinematography. Uh, I really saw like the sim uh, like similarities there. But other than that, it was just a very fine movie. Nothing really worth mentioning. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, you know, that, that I was so, um, like let it down, but I was just hoping that, you know, I, uh, at least, you know, like enjoyed it in a guilty pleasure, uh, um, kind of way. But, uh, even with that, it was just very forgettable. It's really nothing worth mentioning. It's very slow paced. Uh, yeah, that would be, uh, my second pick, uh, Red Sparrow.
0: And to, the, to your point, Kenneth, also, the, the movie is unnecessarily mm-hmm. way too graphic. I mean, the, se- the sexual content of this movie is just yeah. overboard to the max.
3: I, I was trying to uh, avoid talking about that because that was very um, yeah. like, uncomfortable and disturbing. But yeah, the sexual content is a little too far and very, very messed up sometimes, which I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, I wasn't but, either. Did you think
4: think to the plot or was it just like shock value kind of?
3: I guess it kind of adds. I guess it kind of adds, but at the same time, it kind of doesn't. It's, uh, it's a little bit of both. It goes too far, um, I would say. Um, you kind of see the point, but then it just shows a little too much. It's a little too too messed up. Um, at times, very, very disturbing. Uh, do you agree, um, Rod?
0: No, it's not. I, like I said, I finally saw it a couple of weeks ago and it was just a movie that it
3: was a movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a movie. I mean, that's kind of all I'll say about that. It was, it, you know, I think all the performances were great uh, yeah. across the board. Yeah. I think that that's the, the lone bright spot. And I did enjoy some of the twists. But overall, I mean, I, I think the, the the negativity and the criticism is warranted 100%. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's just it's just a little too much of everything. And May for I a movie.
2: Why? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I didn't know you were talking. Uh, why is it mean-spirited because I didn't get to see it and I wanted to see it. I was just wondering well, why I mean, is it
3: mean-spirited? Yeah, when I meant mean-spirited, is just a, like I was trying to use a fan, uh, like a different word that, wasn't, that wouldn't bring up uh, like a sexual... Uh, oh, you know, okay.
2: Okay. That was very okay. graphic.
3: You know, it's just okay. a very, there's a scene in the movie that's really uncomfortable. I don't want to bring it up, but it okay. was really messed up and... Uh, It had to do with that, uh, you know, um, with like the graphic sexual content. Some of the themes and content that the movie brings up is just really, really messed up. It's really dirty. And um, yeah, I wasn't very fond of that. And I think that really uh, took away from the film. So uh, yeah. uh, Is it like the stuff
2: in The Girl and the Dragon Tattoo, do you think? Oh, it's worse. It's worse.
3: It's 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 so so much worse.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. worse.
2: I can't even watch the girl with the dragon tattoo, and I love oh, the You're not gonna, this, oh, wow.
0: just, you really? not gonna get through wow. this, then. Oh yeah. wow! You're not gonna get through. Yeah, yeah. It's it, worse than the girl with the
4: dragon tattoo. Yeah, really?
3: It's, really? Yeah, mainly just uh, thematically and like subject matter. Okay. The things that they talk and bring up, it's just not very, very um, appealing. It's very, very brutal and graphic and disturbing. So, yeah. I would write, There's no. Like, there's no a likable character either, Kenneth. Like, there's no person I really liked in this movie. I <laughs> mean, I guess, kind of a jerk. <laughs> I mean, I guess Jennifer Lawrence was a bit. You know, like you you could sympathize with her with the whole like mom thing. Like, you know, she has a mother. Um, yeah, I guess at the beginning of the movie, and she has to go away, and then that's when she starts the whole program thing, and you kind of see that she doesn't want to do this, but she kind of right. has to because she's being forced by Russians. I don't remember what the hell like the plot was. It was so convoluted. It was so messy. But yeah, I mean, I know it's one of those that like, came and went movies, you know, nobody remembers them. But I, I guess in my opinion, I was really, I was really looking forward to it. The trailers made it look really, really good. Um, but, uh, you know, other than that, it's yeah, don't watch it, especially not with friends or family, because it's no. very uncomfortable. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a very uncomfortable uh, experience so uh well, yeah. if you do that's want to watch it watch the tv <laughs> watch the tv edited version if it ever if
0: it, yeah, if fx ever yeah. decides to do a tv edited version
3: yeah exactly <laughs> but uh yeah they might get really bored pick. so yeah, I mean, yeah yeah so that's my second pick uh red sparrow yeah it's also, it's also disappointing too because it's francis
0: lawrence and jennifer lawrence reteaming again you know exactly be together. yeah and i was like exactly. okay you know they did really good together with the Hunger Games. Let's see what they got here outside the you know the outside the franchise. It was it, was, it wasn't good. No. Yeah.
2: One reason like I him. wanted to see this movie was because of Joel Edgerton. I'm a huge Joel Edgerton fan.
0: He was he's good. In yeah, he's good.
2: Like I, I'll talk about him later. But uh, how was he? Was he good in it at least?
0: Yeah, he yeah he's good. good. I, he's probably yeah. the only other likable character maybe in this movie. Joel yeah. well, I yeah, agree.
3: I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, because they're uh, playing. A, a piece of garbage, <laughs> of yeah. and if you ever do watch the movie,
0: the there's this uh, the training stuff really hard to watch. I yeah. mean, it is. Mm. Yeah,
3: okay. just skip through those bits.
0: Yeah. Okay. So basically, most of the movie, because that training, I
3: think, oh I think that training stuff went, what took like a big chunk of the movie, Kenneth, right? Yeah, I think it's like the first hour. It's just like yeah. the whole training thing. Oh wow! And, and, a training uh, montage. A big training no, montage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like a training montage. It's like full blown training scene. They don't skip through that, which is wow. the biggest mistake that they do. Actually it's showing you all that really graphic, nasty stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's basically porn home for movies. But anyway, we're gonna get away.
5: <laughs>
0: Yeah. Anyway, we're going to move off that topic now, Kenneth. Thank you for that number two, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I it, cre- it created a great conversation.
3: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <I laughs> now. No. Yeah, Roman's like, man, I where can I, I rent this? <laughs> oh man.
4: Roman's um, like, oh, found it. The rent, town to watch. Is
2: it but, on Netflix uh, yet?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh jeez! all right roman you're up man <laughs> yeah. but yeah for my next pick uh it was a pretty recent movie actually just released on netflix in april it's um extraction with uh oh.
5: um
4: i was oh, i was damn. excited there was a lot of hype coming up for this movie um when it was coming out earlier and I was very excited for it. It looked like it was going to adapt, our what's in full swing now—that John Wick style, long cut, um, action, action extravaganza kind of movie. Yeah. Um, and at first, I I will say at first that I do like the action, and I do like the the set pieces and the setting that it's in. You don't see that many movies film nowadays that take place in India or anything like that. So I think that's a good plus. Very unique kind of uh, setting for that kind of movie. But um, the the plot and some of the choices that's the, that the main character and some of the other characters make just make no sense. And I just think it falls flat because of that. Um, I had high hopes. They definitely put in the money for the stunts and stuff like that. It didn't put in as much for, for writing and story. And I, I really think it shows. And it kind of disappointed me to see what could have been if, if they'd fleshed it out a little bit more. Um, like some parts kind of drag on a little bit too long. Some parts kind of like some of the action sequences for for How good they are. They do drag on a little bit just to show the spectacle, just to say we did this. Yes, this is a very long one take quote unquote Yes, this was a really cool action scene. We did it all in camera, but it it, just because you have a spectacle doesn't really Offset the fact that you don't have any any writing progress or anything. So that was that was one of my disappointing movies that I saw
0: That's a Yeah, I, I I kind of agree and I disagree. To one, to one point, I agree that it's, it, it is disappointing because I kind of expected more, especially when you have the Russo brothers producing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know what the Russos can do, but, you know, the producer title kind of means nothing these days. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how much it, but I think one of them actually wrote it. I think it was Joe. It was Joe, Russo. yeah. Yeah. So I was a little bit disappointed with Joe and his writing because uh, the writing was kind of weak in my opinion. Uh, the action was great, though. I did enjoy oh, yeah, the definitely. action in the movie, especially that one take with the car, uh, yeah. that car chase. I liked that a lot, and I did to some point enjoy the chemistry between Hemsworth and the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's, it's it's kind of a forgettable, exactly action yeah. movie. Uh, I point, yeah, yeah. I mean, I expected a lot more, but you know, Hemsworth Hemsworth was great. You know, it kind of felt like a poor man's Man on Fire. In a way to me. <laughs> I can see that,
4: yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, it did, it, it, it kind of had that feel. Um, but I, I think, have, it, have you all seen uh, Extraction?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it.
0: Okay, Kristen, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay.
2: So, it was just fine.
0: I'm yeah. I'm <laughs>
2: excited, though, what they're going to do with their next projects. What Netflix, you know, this was just their first project. I'm excited right. to see what they're going to do with that. Uh, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling film that no, they're yeah. going to do. Yeah, that looks cool. So, this is only has more promise. Step. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm curious to
0: see
2: what they're going to do with the sequel for the, uh, that's,
0: what the was gonna, sequel. that's what I was going to I was going to ask because you know, I, they haven't really made a decision like it's going to be a prequel, sequel or it's going to be an actual sequel because at the end we do see kind of the silhouette of Hemsworth uh, at the exactly. end. Exactly. Yeah. Um I think it's going to be a sequel. I think it's pretty clear that he it survived. Um, I don't think the kid would just imagine Hemsworth. I don't think they built up that close of a relationship where he's just gonna see, you know, the imagine Hemsworth, Hemsworth's mm-hmm. figure there. I mean, we get how dreamy and you know, yeah, Hemsworth, he's a beautiful man, but I don't, I don't think uh, that they built up that kind of friendship we're just gonna start imagining him. Uh, exactly.
4: Yeah. Because this so, all takes
0: yeah. place over a couple of like hours, or, or exactly, mm-hmm. absolutely, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. You're absolutely right, Roman. So. Truthfully, I don't even want a sequel. I'll watch it, though, especially, you know, exactly. if Hemsworth's going back. And yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, Netflix was the right way to go with that project, though. That's so. true.
3: Yeah. I actually kind of like – Oh, I'm sorry, kinda. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed it, I think, a bit more than most of you guys did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, you know, I do agree that it is not that amazing, you know, uh, given uh, with the Russo's involvement and everything – and Joe Russo writing it. Uh, it's not perfect. It's like your typical, uh, action movie plot, you know, very, very by the numbers stuff, but I really, really, really dug the action. Um, you know, especially like that one take thing, uh, you know, that they did. Um, it also had one of the most, uh, I I don't know if it's, if it was meant to be intentional, but I think, um, um, like Hemsworth, uh, character's last name is like Rake and, yeah. I think he like, kills somebody with a rake, like in the movie. And it's like. Yeah, like, I think so. Like, yeah, it's like one of the most unintentionally hilarious uh, things I've ever seen. <laughs> because, like, the camera points at the rake, and I'm like, oh, so that rake guy killed someone with a rake. That's, <laughs> that's cool. That okay. is,
2: that's very Russo Brothers uh, humor.
0: If that is. Yeah. We decided to hey, hey, it. hey, hey, hey. This is a Russo Brothers loving show, all right? We, we, we <laughs> love, love the Brothers. Russos. Whatever it takes, we love the Russos on this show. I love
2: the Russos. I love the <laughs> Russos. I think they're great. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that was intentional on their part, but that was very amusing. Uh, I think uh, Hensworth did a, a pretty good job. I think is one of his better performances. Uh, in, in my, at least like better serious uh, performances. Because he's always in like these like comedy movies, you know, um, like Ghostbusters uh, and that, uh, um, uh, Men in Black movie that that he was Oof. in, yeah. Um, you know, like those comedy blockbusters. So it was kind of refreshing to see him in a in a more serious role. And for for, um, for, for what it's worth, um, I think he did um a pretty good job. Um, David Harbour was in it as well for like five minutes, and then um, he died. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I actually really dug it, uh, mainly due to the action, uh, you know, some very unique, um, like set pieces, uh, um, uh, here and there, uh, very, uh, very reminiscent of John Wick, um, um, mm-hmm. um, um, at times. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I also kind of agree that it could have been a lot better, uh, than it wound up being. Ben, uh, you know, we talk about this all the time how we hate how movies start in its
0: third acts and that movie did exactly what I hate mm-hmm. in movies. And I hope, I don't know why directors chose to go that route but it, it really annoys me. But uh, do you have any thoughts, Benjamin, on uh, on Extraction before you deliver your number two film?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm worth Roman on that one. Uh, I was expecting a lot more and uh, was disappointed that that one long shot, like you said, was great, but overall, not not too thrilling. Okay. But cool. we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my second most disappointing film uh, earlier, Rod, you had mentioned the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie at World's End. Uh, yeah. I so I love the first two. I think the the third one's pretty good um the the fourth on stranger tides is okay but i was quite disappointed with the fifth entry in the franchise dead men tell no tales mm-hmm. um he had javier bardem coming in as the main villain i was like oh interesting choice that'll be cool but he's uh a ghost kind of guy and, and doesn't really give a full performance it seems um and whenever he says jack sparrow it sounds like Yok barrow and uh, it's kind of hard to understand him with sludge coming out of his mouth, too. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I thought it would add on to the the franchise a lot more, um, but it, it didn't really have much to say, I don't think. there There's one main relationship that uh, it, it kind of worked, I guess, uh, you know, at the very end. I was like, oh, that, you know, wraps up nicely, I guess, for this character. But there's also a, a forced romance, and it seems like Johnny Depp here especially is, is kind of over uh, the role.
0: Um, he was wanting it in for sure.
1: Yeah. And when they said Orlando Bloom would be back, I got excited. And I understood what they, what they did with this character. He's, he's not in it much uh and it it focuses more on his son that's that's fine but when you announce kira knightley's going to be in the film and don't give her a single line to say then i get pissed off (laughs) uh so and yeah (laughs) That, that really upset me um the the score kind of a letdown also uh maybe one or two good songs and some of the CGI was a little weird with the, the sharks, especially the the dead sharks. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty disappointed. Uh, I know a lot of people wouldn't expect much from it anyway, but I I really love those first three movies and was was hoping for another possibly good uh, send off for Jack Sparrow, and I did not get it.
0: So that was 2017, right, Ben? Correct. The Memento Tales, yeah. I. Yeah, I remember going with my friends to see it, and we all fell asleep at one point or another. Like I feel like we kind of took turns because, like, I fell asleep first. <laughs> I woke up, and then another buddy of mine fell asleep, and then he woke up, and then the third act, my buddy fell asleep, and then we had to wake him up because it was over. But yeah, I, was, I, I agree. It was disappointing just because of all the potential of the cast of the, of the cast and the story actually seemed interesting this time around. And I think the main thing was Johnny Depp just seemed like he was done.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Like he just had enough. So
1: yeah, my friends and I actually. Uh, marathon watched the first four and you know we're getting real hyped for it and then i think we're all pretty disappointed uh i did want to give a shout out to paul mccartney who features as <laughs> as a pirate in a jail cell which i thought was quite funny and he's actually singing a, a beatles song or a song they covered but uh yeah uh, that was the most exciting part probably
0: all right well thank you benjamin for your number two All right, so I have a question. So first, Roman, I want to start with you. I'm not sure how familiar you are with directors. Are you familiar with Cameron Crowe at all? Give me some films. Uh, Jerry Maguire, Elizabeth Town, uh, We Bought a Zoo. Almost Famous. Yeah. Almost Famous. Okay. So, my number two, we're going to go back five years ago because the trailers were outstanding. The cast was top-notch. I mean, you couldn't have assembled a more wonderful cast. Boy, this movie was crap. This, I mean, this was really, really bad. We're talking about Aloha. Uh, I expected a lot more from Cameron Crowe. A lot more, especially because I real, I actually, I, I think we talked about it once in the show, We, I enjoyed We Bought a Zoo a lot, which was the last time I really liked him uh, that he directed. I mean, just it, the thing about the cast, Cooper, Bradley Cooper, Emma Stone, Richard McAdams, Alex Baldwin, Bill Murray, John Krasinski, Dan McBride. How do you not get excited for that? And then on top of that, you have these great trailers. You have Cameron Crowe coming to write and direct. It just felt like a, a return to form for the director. And I couldn't tell you guys the plot again to save your life. I'm sorry for my, our listeners. If You're expecting me to give a plot breakdown why I didn't like it. But it's uh, this movie is just a mess. And, and, and truthfully, I think it all starts with the writing. I don't know if Cameron Crowe just lost his touch or not. But I, I this isn't the Cameron Crowe I used to know and love at all. The whole, now I want to ask, I kind of want to ask you guys this about the whole Emma Stone and her character thing, you know, her, and the controversy surrounding her character. Did you guys, did that bother you guys a lot or no? So for me, it didn't really bother me as much as, as oh, it did other people.
2: No, um, I think if it was casted, like, this was five years ago. It's casting with, your, with representation is so big nowadays. Right. I think five years ago, it wouldn't have mean a thing. So to me, at least then, it doesn't mean a thing. So it didn't really bother me. I just kind of let it go, and I was like, oh, it's on the Stone. What could go wrong? As long as she gives a good performance and her character's fine, then I'll let it slide.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kenneth, I don't know if you've seen Have you seen Aloha, Kenneth?
3: Um, no, I haven't. But um, if, uh, if the question was uh, the casting... Well, I mean, I love Ghost in the Shell. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's one of those, um, you know, casting things that brought some controversy. Didn't really mind it. You know, I thought Scarlett was great um, in the film. I thought she did a fantastic job. Um, so, no, I don't think it would bother me that much uh, with this um, Aloha film. But, um, yeah, those are my quick thoughts. Yeah,
0: I you know, it's... Kind of, I think the more underlying plot of this movie, just try, just try to sum it up for those who are interested at all, is this kind of this, I guess it's like a military contractor kind of guy. And, you know, he's trying to get that together with his wife or girlfriend. I forgot which of, which of the other, played by Rachel McAdams. And then, yeah, Yeah, Emma Stone. The Rachel
2: McAdams. Yeah. yeah,
0: Rachel McAdams, as I think, ex-wife, maybe just girlfriend. They used to, they used to have a fling together. And then, yeah. they, you know, he runs into Emma Stone, and then they start this fling and it just turns into this traditional, bland, kind of romantic comedy that we've seen a thousand times before, but it's it's, poorly, it's very poorly executed. Um, like I said, Cameron is best known for his writing and directing, and especially his writing, and it's just, everything just falls flat in this movie, and I miss seeing this in theaters, because I heard the reviews were that bad. I mean, it stands out of 20% of Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. And it's just not a movie that, you know, with so much potential, it, it it really just falls apart within the first 10 minutes. Uh, there's this, the Bill Murray has this excellent quote in the, in the trailer talking about life. And then you wonder like, Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna say to like, it's gonna, that, that, that quote's going to mean something. And he says it at like a party to a random stranger. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well that was all for nothing. So, uh, yeah, Aloha is kind of a movie I don't really recommend anybody see. It's, it's, it's just kind of bland. You might even fall asleep, so that would be my number two, is Aloha. So uh, if no one else has any thoughts about that, we're going to go back to Kirsten for her number one.
2: Okay, so my number one, um, this is probably the biggest disappointment I've seen this year. So oh, boy, this
5: year? Okay.
2: Yeah, uh, and watching this film... It just brought me to that meme of, like, hello, darkness, my old friend. So, um, and that is the animated Scooby-Doo film, Scoop.
0: Oh, I, I enjoyed that one, too.
2: <laughs> I was so sad watching this film. I'm a huge Scooby-Doo fan. I grew up with the Pup named Scooby-Doo, the New Adventures of Scooby-Doo original 50s Scribu episodes and even the 2000 in 2002 Jane's Gunn films and we get this 2020 version with Zach Efron and uh whatchamacallit Gina Rodriguez and it's such a huge disappointment what was the whole film was trying to build like I think in terms of the idea was a was a Hanna-Barbera Cinematic Universe, which would have been awesome. And all it is, is just, you know, the gang totally separate. And I really hated that because the gang is really together in the film for like 12 minutes and then Shaggy and Scooby are with Blue Falcon for the majority of the film. We don't even really get to see the gang as much and the Blue Falcon is known to be like, you know, smart, like not the best superhero. And the dog is known to be really dumb. And in the film, the dog is like this really smart, textual, te- intellectual dog. And I just was like, I'm not feeling this film, the jokes weren't as funny. And it just felt like a cash grab movie because there was so much marketing going into it. And literally, I was felt really, really sad. And knowing It was sent straight to like, you know, VOD. I was like, fine, I'm going to pay the $20. I'll rent it. And I didn't get much out of it. And it just made me angry watching it. And knowing also they didn't bring back Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. was a real huge disappointment. Because Matthew Lillard will always be my Shaggy. He will always be my Shaggy. I give props to Will Forte for trying it, because I also love Will Forte. But man it wasn't good and the animation was just okay i just i have more complaints about it on my uh instagram if you actually want to go read my review shameless plug so uh yeah what are your thoughts on scoop i agree i, I didn't, I didn't like it.
4: the way they did um um shaggy or scooby i really think Matthew would should have should have been back and i remember reading that he would have been back if they'd asked him I think.
2: Yeah, but, he will. Yeah,
4: um, and it's just so unfortunate that you don't see. I mean, I guess they're trying to play for. I guess the younger art, uh, trying to introduce a new audience to Scooby-Doo, but I feel like you could do that by staying true to your roots as well, and and, and getting those original cast choices and uh, making the movie scene a little bit more authentic, quote unquote, to the to the originals.
2: Yeah, I thought the writing for it was also really cringy. Yeah, like using like hashtags. Yeah, and using dabs and you know all that shameless you know little kid humor.
4: I forgot about like middle-aged men writing this
2: film. <laughs> like I could just send like you know forty-five-year-old man writing at his desk, dab on haters, you know. So,
3: oh, yeah. not good. All right, so it's my turn. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go. Um. Um, now that I think about it, uh, can I include two films uh, in my number one uh, pick? You know, like a tie between two films.
0: Yeah, if you just uh, just wanted to, yeah, go ahead,
3: go ahead. Always the yeah. rule breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. No, no I mean, uh, you know, I'll try to be quick uh, with one of the films that's already brought it up. But I'm sorry, Roderick. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I had to do this. What, what, are you, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? My number. <laughs> My topic is a tie between Justice League and Civil War. <laughs> 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 what?
5: What? <laughs> oh no, we lost him. What?
3: Well, thanks for joining yeah. the show, Kenny. It was a pleasure having you. I had this one a little early I'm so sorry. I knew that this Ron was really bad. Rod still hasn't come back, he's still pacing around <laughs> in anger. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I will start with Justice League since I already brought that film up. Uh, let me, let me just say this straight. Like, let me just, you know, like get this straight. Yes. Justice League is a much, much, much worse movie than Civil War. Civil War is a much better movie than Justice League. Um, you know, I, you know, like I already talked about, you know, the um, I'm mean, Justice League. It was a huge, uh, disappointment. Really wanted to to love it. I'm a huge uh, DC fan, and Rod is still just like a bit angry there. But um, yeah, uh, Justice League was a really dis-, dis-, dis disappointing movie. I didn't like any of the characters. They were all very uh, bland and boring and forgettable. Batman is uh, absolutely terrible here. Um, he is not Batman at all. He cracks too many jokes. Um, he He's too much. Uh, he's not a leader at all. He's always saying how worthless of a team they are. Uh, if Superman doesn't come back, I'm like, wow, you're such a great, uh, you know, uh, leader of the team. Uh, Aquaman was annoying. Uh, not, 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 not a big fan of Jason Momoa. Uh, Gallo was okay. Henry was okay. Aside from the CGI face thing, which was horrible uh Dar- um what was the name uh stefan wolf was a terrible villain uh yeah you know i already talked about these things it's a really 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 bad movie uh it was terrible and denny uh, elfman's elfman score. So. oh yeah yeah denny yeah, Den- denny elfman score was terrible uh everything about the movie was just bad it was just terrible not not a good movie at all uh, yeah. now civil war uh the reason why i bring up civil war it was because, <laughs> because it was a film that, at the time, I actually really liked. Uh, when I first saw it in 2016, I actually really, really enjoyed. Um, but as time passed by, the more I go back to it, the less I start to like it. And the reason why is because I feel like, narratively, uh, I'm not a big fan of the story that, you know, that they came up with. I really dug the first act of the movie, the first half uh mainly when they are talking about you know um like the sokovia um you know when they're talking about uh about like the accords um you know who supports it who doesn't support it uh one of my my favorite scene in the whole movie well at least one of my favorite scenes um is uh is when all of the avengers are all like you know huddled up in this room discussing uh you know um like the sokovia accords and you know and we hear uh you know tony's opinion uh, you know, Steve's opinion, uh, vision's opinion, you know, and we, and, and we just hear all these other, um, you know, on a different, uh, uh, you know, like points of views. And it was a great scene. Uh, it was awesome. And I, I really liked where, where they were going with this, you know, uh, more, uh, politically, uh, you know, heavy side. Until Bucky becomes uh, a, a big important part of the story. And the film kind of completely tosses away the Sokovia Accords plotline in favor of a, uh, must save Bucky storyline that was already done, uh, in, in Winter Soldier. And I thought that was a very wasted, um, you know, like, um, I'm like, um, like opportunity. I'm not very fond of the second half. I thought it was very, very, um, underwhelming. The airport fight scene. While it does have its moments, I found it rather disappointing as well. It is completely devoid of any stakes or consequences. Everyone's cracking jokes. Nobody's taking this seriously. Uh, I'm sorry, Rod. Um, everyone's cracking jokes. Nobody's taking this seriously. You know, there are no real consequences until War Machine gets hit, but then it's revealed that, oh, you know, he's going to be alive. So basically, nothing uh, happened. It was just a fan service scene for the sake of fan service. Um, again, awesome. You know, when I saw it the first time, it was awesome. But the more, I went, uh, the more I went back to it, the more I just, the more the scene started to lose, uh, you know, uh, feeling for me. Not to mention the setting was really bland. You know, it takes place in an airport, not the most uh, interesting, uh, you know, of all uh, set pieces to take, have your big climactic, you know, quote unquote, because it's not even like the big climax of the film. Um, it's just one of the many fight scenes, uh, until, you know, um, I will agree that the last 30 minutes were uh, pretty great. I really liked, uh, Tony versus Steve and Bucky. I thought that was a really, really, really good scene. I think that in my opinion, this is, um, RDJ's best performance as Tony. Uh, I think he gives, uh, um, the most humane, uh, and flawed, uh, uh, performance of the character. Um, but other than that, I just wasn't a big fan of it. I, I I feel like the film loses momentum by the second half. Um, when they, when Bucky becomes a main, uh, you know, when Bucky becomes like the main, uh, you know, focal point, it just starts to lose, uh, momentum and I, I wasn't very, um, you know, fond of it. Um, yeah, Uh, I think that those are my thoughts. Um, yeah, sorry, Rod. Um, yeah, those oh, are my no. thoughts. Civil Can War Justice League. Really. As, as Rod is still
1: recovering, um, <laughs> I do have a question for you. You you asked to, to make two uh, spots of your number one. Were you, which one were you going to include?
3: Uh, Justice League. Justice League, Civil okay. War, C- Civil War was my number one. But then I remembered uh, Justice League and I was like, Oh okay. shit, yeah, that one. That, that, now, now, let me get this clear. Justice League is way more of a disappointment than Civil War. Mm. Civil War is a much better film. But still I I think that of all the Russo uh directed films it's my it's definitely my my least favorite. It's also my least favorite of the Captain America trilogy. Um but yeah, those are those are my thoughts on it. Uh yeah, those are my thoughts on uh, Civil War. I know very very unpopular opinion. Uh but yeah, those um those, uh, those are my thoughts yeah
1: interesting interesting
3: yeah As, I, I agree um, oh you I agree <laughs> but I,
4: I can <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from when you put it that way like yeah I get the, um, the airport battle while I it was um, grand and big like in theaters and stuff like that when you look at it in retrospect it didn't serve most of the fight didn't serve as much of a point of thought until you get to yeah. where, where Don are
3: yeah uh, also part, um like that yeah also i want to bring up uh black panther was awesome uh in this movie i thought that he was an awesome character i do think spider-man was shoved in i think he's a character that did not have to be in the movie at all he doesn't serve a purpose to the plot uh <laughs> wasn't that his introduction into well I, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> well yeah but like let's face it he's only there to fill in a spot for the airport fight scene Uh, that he completely he completely uh you know vanishes from the plot and doesn't uh appear at all i also find it kind of hypocritical of tony to say that he wants to avoid as much collateral damage as possible and yet he's completely okay with blowing up uh you know um you know like airplanes and involving a kid a teenager to fight (laughs) for him i don't know what the hell he was thinking that's not like I, I I don't think that makes sense on his part at all, um, so yeah I, I I think Spider-Man was uh, like a step too far. Um, Black Panther was totally um, you know like okay he served a purpose to the story, um, you know uh, he actually had an arc unlike Spider-Man, but yeah uh, those that's another thing I wanted to add.
1: In defense of oh,
3: uh, in defense
1: of oh, yeah, you know. Spider-Man, real quick. Uh he is a kid, but he's, he's Spider-Man. Uh, no, he's me, my, favorite, yeah. he's my yeah. favorite superhero. So I'm a little biased, but, uh, it, you know, it, it, he, like you said, he, he didn't serve much for the plot. Um, but, but I think that was a good, um, stepping off point for his solo movie to, to reference. And yeah, we, I guess. Could, we could go ahead and skip his, uh, origin story, which has been shown twice now on screen. Um, and it, it kind of, yeah, throws him in the mix and then sets off his story. Well, for the for the next movies, but yeah, I can understand also to that
4: Spider-Man point. Like, it, I, I do understand. Like, it, he was kind of thrown in, and when you watch it in relation to all of the other Marvel movies, it makes sense. But as a standalone, if you're only watching that movie, just a random new character thrown in for ten, fifteen minutes, however long the, the airport scene was, yeah. does seem a bit kind of off. You know what I mean?
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
4: So I, I will kind of agree with you on that. Um, just a relation of just it being a movie by itself. Yeah. And then I about mean, the Sokolovia courts, I, I I understand you're coming from there too, and I really do think for older audiences, a movie all, all about those politics and stuff like that would be really cool. But um, I, I do think uh, at in the end, it is kind of more of like a family-friendly, you know, action movie that you yeah. can go and see. And you yeah. kind of suffer the same effects as the prequels the Star Wars prequels where mm-hmm. you're going to be overblowing everybody with too many politics and no one's going to get what you're talking about until 10 years. after. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wish that the Sokoga courts had more weight to the plot. I yeah. feel like when Bucky becomes like the main thing, like, oh, like, he's not the only Winter Soldier. There are there are much more others. And now we have to stop Zemo from his evil plan. Of course, Zemo. Uh, you know he was a pretty good villain uh i i I will agree uh he was actually a, a um a pretty solid villain but um i i don 't even remember if the accords went through by the time the film ended like did they ever mention that the accords went through like i mean like I know that in infinity war, yeah, you do find out that yeah they kind of uh you know passed but at the end of the movie, I was like, what happened with those you know, like accords. It's like the film completely forgot about it. Um, again, I mean, you know, I really did like the final fight scene between, uh, Tony and Stephen, uh, Bucky. That was a really very, very tense scene. And the true climax of the film, uh, you know, in, in a way, um, again, totally unrelated to the Sokovia Accords. I don't know what that had to do with anything, but, um, yeah, it just turns into, Oh, Bucky killed my parents. Now I want to kill Bucky. And I was like, okay, cool you know um, very cool uh, choreography but other than that I don't know I just thought the film lacked stakes like when people usually complain that the MCU lacks stakes I just always thought of civil war because I don't really think that much happened in that movie but you know again it's my opinion you know I Rod 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 just seems like he gets more and more pissed the, the more the more I, the more I talk about civil war. So <laughs> y- 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 I just kinda, yeah, you know, stay quiet Can now. Him? Before he Can exploits. you
2: leave him? Is he okay? Yeah, <laughs> He's I'm
3: like just Campbell's waiting. right now, see? Yeah. yeah I, I like I'm just waiting to get roasted by uh, <laughs> by him. So uh go ahead, well, Rod.
1: We're not a four hour podcast, but I guess we'll let Rod speak a little
0: bit. Um,
2: <laughs> I, think I'm I will not so say
0: offended. a word.
2: I am.
4: Um, oh, no. Keep
0: my mouth shut, because I will just go on about an essay about why Kenneth is wrong, and I will not get into that this evening. So, All right. Kenneth, I respect your opinion. You gave me a heart attack. I had to call my doctor, and he'll be here shortly, but uh, other than that, I'm sorry. let's continue. I'm sorry. No, I respect your opinion, because you already gave me a heart attack once when we first met, and you said you didn't like Civil War, so...
4: <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, you knew
0: it was coming. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think it was coming today. I didn't think so, but
2: uh, surprise, it came.
0: Surprise surprise. I mean, I mean, okay. Should have stayed with
4: the easy Justice League bait. I mean,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> expecting That's Justice League, in. I, I <laughs> sort of got that. <laughs> no, I mean,
3: no. I, I mean, no. I mean, like uh, you know, like I said, I do feel like, uh, um, in terms of excitement, Justice League was way, way more of a disappointment than Civil War was. Civil War is like infinitely a better film than Justice League will ever be, you know, but I just feel like on both spectrums, I was both very excited for them and, um, you know, I, I, I do think that both films let me down in, in, uh, um, in different ways, but, you know, I, I guess I wanted to include those too.
0: It's okay, Kenneth, that's why, that why you are here. We're all movie fans, and we're all friends, <laughs> and we all love each other very much. Roman, who is your yeah. number one, sir? <laughs> all right.
4: I think mine will be a little bit less uh, offensive of a choice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, since I'm a car guy, um, mine has is inside of the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, oh. My most disappointing movie that I I really just couldn't get over was. Fast Six, and this is for one of the big reasons that from the first to the third and arguably the fourth movie, they've been relatively grounded, stayed within kind of the relative areas inside of California or Tokyo or anything like that. And then Fast Five, they, they have their escape down to Brazil and stuff like that. They do their heist movie, and there are a few places they could have gone from there. They could have either went back and done a little bit more, something close to go, close to home, into in the sixth movie, or they could have done something along those lines uh, as the as Fast Five. But in Fast Six, they kind of upped the stakes even more and lean even more heavily into the heist and action side of it, and not the more grounded side that a lot more people kind of liked. Yes, it did do well. Um, enough and a lot of people did like the spectacle but me as a car guy i kind of felt like it lost its way there and it only progressively got worse as the movies and the franchise went on so that was one of the biggest disappointments for me seeing one of my favorite car movies turn into a not so much about car movie anymore basically
1: yeah I, i could see that that would hurt a lot uh yeah and isn't that the one where toretto gets uh superpowers that he can see back back in time
4: Basically, uh, pretty yeah. much, and, and solve yeah.
1: mysteries. Wow, that was so this is weird. where the,
4: the Corona finally gave them the first dose of superpowers, and they were doing very um, <laughs> not normal thing.
0: Yeah, this is where they became the Avengers. So <laughs> this is this is, this is <laughs> basically yeah, the uh, setup <laughs> for the you know, yep. yeah, because now they're now they went from you know thieves and kind of you know pulling off heist to time to go save the world.
4: Exactly. Because, yeah, uh, that's you know, the they, there.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Ben Diesel literally leaps from a car over another car to save Vladi, right? That's, yeah. that's the movie, right? The, from yeah. the tank, so this, this
4: yes. movie was so dumb. <laughs> the tank, yeah. <laughs> I, it's like if um, you see, oh. You oh sorry. sorry. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> um, man, I just seem to be in the complete like opposite spectrum with you guys. I actually really liked uh, Fast and Furious 6. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> look, <Kenneth>. <laughs> 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 I feel, I feel, I feel that's right, I too. feel like I shouldn't be here at all. I, I feel like I don't belong here. Like, <laughs> I just feel like you, you guys hate me. Um, <laughs> we don't hate you, Kenneth. Yeah. Are you sure? We don't hate. Yeah. You at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, I get that. Uh, it's dumb. Um, you know, it's uh, it's stupid, but. I don't know, I've just come to, you know, like associate that with with Fast and Furious movies. And I think that uh, this was a very entertaining film. And I think that the race, uh, I think that the car sequences uh, were actually very fun. And uh, to me, to me, Furious 7 was the step too far for me. Um mm-hmm. I, I wasn't very fond of that one. Um, but I actually enjoyed, um, you know, all these ridiculous uh, you know, like action set pieces, especially the one with the tank. Uh, you know, that, yeah. that one was really cool. Um, as far as I know, I mean, as far as they can go, most of it was shot, you know, like for real, like with no green screen or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and I I actually liked it. I mean, I don't have a lot to say. I just thought that, you know, uh, to me, I guess it was a, a very fun movie. But, you know, um, uh, you know I, I, I also... Um, um, you know, get your points, you know, on why you weren't a big fan of um of it. Yeah,
4: I get it. Like, I, I do still appreciate a lot of the action and stuff that they do in that movie. Like you said, yeah, they do a lot of things practically and everything. But I just think the the big step for me of a group of kind of they were doing small time heists stealing. Mm-hmm vcrs tvs at cd players and stuff like that yeah. and mm-hmm. then in fast five they go to stealing a bank vault okay maybe yeah you <laughs> can see that they're, they're thieves yeah and then hobbs comes back in the sixth movie and says we need you to save the world now please uh i don't know where that i don't know why was he the first choice <laughs> yeah, it's for, true. yeah or why were, why were they his first choice for doing something like that i will never know but uh, yeah from yeah. there, it kind of skyrocketed, and that's, that's where it lost me. But I understand what you're saying, too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah,
3: I guess when you bring up the plot of the movie, it yeah. is really, really, really stupid. It's just that, it, 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 yeah, it, it's just that for those types of movies, I just tend to, like, shove my brain off. You know, I couldn't tell you the plot of any of those movies. Like, oh, yeah. like I couldn't tell you, like, the plot of Fast Five, even though I love that one. I couldn't tell you the the plot of the si- uh, uh, of six or seven um, <laughs> you know i don't I don't get what the hell's going on, but I have fun watching them uh, so yeah I guess when you do bring up the plot it is really really stupid uh, but i don't know I guess I just kind of you know yeah uh, you know I've come to terms you know with that when it comes to fast and furious <laughs> yeah
4: now yeah you have to i mean they expect you to turn <laughs> your face off before, and now each and should- progressing movie you have to turn it off just a little bit more, bring it down a little bit, turn (laughs) off some of those neurons. Just (laughs) forget (laughs) about some things and then you'll have some fun at least watching things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that was my
4: number one pick for
0: me. Awesome. Thank you, Roman. All right, Benjamin.
1: Well mine might upset a lot of people as well. Uh I feel like it'll be a little more half and half here, hopefully. Is it gonna piss
0: me off? Do I need to get prepared? (laughs)
1: uh maybe not piss you off but you might be a little upset i don't know Um, so this one is another finale of a long-running franchise and it came out last year and i had the highest of hopes for the rise of skywalker
0: yeah. Uh,
5: yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah. All right, we agree. Oh, we agree. We okay. yeah. okay, okay. agree. I here, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here.
5: <laughs> Kenneth, Ken, what another? do
2: you. Think? That was a mess. But you-
5: <laughs> Wait,
1: Kenneth, <laughs> don't
2: tell me you let her-
5: I like it. No, no, no!
1: Get
2: out
5: of here. Oh, no. no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, as for me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
5: I was oh uh, severely, no.
1: severely disappointed, um,
5: oh boy. Even,
1: even from the get-go, with the super fast pace, and, oh, look, the Emperor's back. Are we going to explain it, or talk about it in any way? No, he's just back. Uh, but, I mean, they don't have the budget
0: for that, Then They don't have the budget.
1: True, true. They don't have a Endgame budget. took their budget. <laughs> yeah, they don't All have right. the budget. They don't have the budget for a good script either because um Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most most of the jokes did not land. Uh C three PO was okay and Babu Frick was probably the best thing to come out of this. Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, overall the the writing wasn't that great. Uh of course, rest in peace to our, our princess, uh Princess Leia. Um really? they they did what they could with her film scenes and they, I think they were pretty much, you know, respectful of, of her. Um, But and she was supposed to have a bigger role in the film too, as the um, seventh movie was for Han and the eighth for Luke. This was going to be her time to shine. Um, And then, uh, Oh, Kylo Ren. Uh, I was expecting a lot from him and, he doesn't seem to have a whole lot to do. Uh, And he's just kind of following Ray around who she's training and stuff. And that's kind of cool. But uh, that uh, for her to be connected to Palpatine, I thought we were done with (laughs) all the family relationships and we had gone away from that. The the eighth movie, I know it upset people, but I loved that she was a nobody. She came from nowhere and, this this random girl could grow up and and save the universe, the galaxy, but nope, she was destined to be someone bad. And then, as we predicted, she doesn't become bad, and you know that's the end of the movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They they kind of make up Jedi Those tricks. The Corians
4: didn't come from from nowhere, man. They had to come from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess,
1: uh, but. The, <laughs> There's, there's all sorts of new Jedi tricks. Uh, and I guess, you know, every movie with, with new uh, filming techniques comes up with something, but they just kind of, they don't explain these and um, it, it just felt weird. And then the, the ending with the whole emperor surrounded by ghouls or whatever and <laughs> chanting, oh my gosh, a little arena, he can lift up all those ships. I didn't really care. And Finn. Oh, Finn's here, but he doesn't really do a whole lot. Poe's back, he's built up to be a leader and he doesn't do shit. Uh Lando, he's back and gives a couple of good lines, but it doesn't really amount to much.
0: Hold uh, on, hold on. He has a daughter. He might have a daughter that they you know they don't explore at all. No. You
4: know, so that's nice.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> Possibly they hinted at it, but you know, with that yeah. such poor
1: writing, I don't know if it's her his daughter or not. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was just I was really disappointed. Uh I saw it with my friend who's a huge Star Wars fan and I don't think he liked it as much either. He's he says upon rewatches he he likes it a little more and he knows more of the links to, you know, past movies and and novels and stuff too. Um which I I guess would help, but no it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, overall it was, it was not really a, a good experience for me. And you know, I'm hoping they can do Better things in the future, but as the end of the Skywalker saga, episode nine, I was hoping
4: for a lot more. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. Yeah, uh, absolutely.
2: I Am I the only the, one who does not like the kiss scene between Ray and
4: – You are
0: not uh, the only one. Oh, no. That was that was, was Disney going full Disney there, Kirsten. I mean, yeah. my goodness. I
2: hate the Kylo Ren and Ray romance. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they got so every Reddit user happy, and I was like, nope, oh, nope, not me. So
0: then so <laughs> let's, 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 all, let's all just get this out of the way, though. For as much as J.J. kept saying, oh, no, I, I really dug what Ryan Johnson did. No, he didn't. Because he basically no. just took everything he did in the Last Jedi and said, "Yeah, f you. <laughs> I don't like the Last Jedi. We're gonna just make a true sequel to the Force Awakens, and uh, it was sloppy." Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah and that's, that's exactly that's another thing. The whole I, I know not everyone loves the Last Jedi. It's probably my second favorite uh, Star Wars movie. I love here. I loved uh, what they did with the characters, especially Luke. But uh, yeah, like you said, JJ just threw everything away and and even changed stuff. We've talked before about Kelly Marie Tran. It's yeah, a huge disservice to her. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't, I don't care if you didn't like her character that much, but she's a great actress, and she was given nothing to do here.
4: Exactly. Uh,
1: and the, the back and forth, you know, Chewie's dead. Oh, no, he's not. And <laughs> Ray, you know, doesn't have famous parents. Oh, she does. Uh, and then uh, Kylo's dead. No, he's not. Oh, my that it was just too much
4: yeah there were just no stakes in the movie at all yeah no. whenever someone had quote-unquote died they were just brought back yeah. not even a couple minutes later not even yeah. big reveal at the end or anything it just they were just brought back like nothing had ever happened at all
5: yep so I, didn't, I, it, I didn't believe anything at the anything. midpoint in the
4: movie when when chewy dies or quote, dies on the ship i i was shocked for 30 seconds until you see <laughs> him not dead after that and then I just lost all hope. I'm like nothing's I know they're gonna they're gonna win. Like there's no stakes. There's there's nothing just kinda ruined it. Exactly after that. And, and the pacing. Thing. Yeah. I remember <laughs> sitting with you in a the theater Ben and I, I leaned over, I'm like, is this is this a trailer? Is this real? <laughs> oh it's real
1: my friend.
0: <laughs> so I have never sat in a theater and heard like a collective groan. For the end of a movie, especially for like a Star Wars movie, but that Thursday night, me and my buddy we were just sitting there, and when when Ray goes, I'm Ray Skywalker. That might have been the biggest grown I'll ever, ever be in for a, for a, for any movie. Period. I mean, that was just it, no. I, like you said, Ben, she is a nobody. Keep her a nobody, mm-hmm. and I, and now we just accept her as a Skywalker. I, I yeah, I guess yeah, I got problems. But Kenneth, you've been kind of quiet, man.
3: What's up? You gonna um, get it? <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm just, you know, letting you guys bend because <laughs> you know, like once again I'm on the uh unpopular side here. Um the weird part is that I actually agree with almost everything you guys have said. I know that this movie's not <laughs> I know that this movie is not perfect. It's uh, you know, like Ben said, uh as a finale to the Skywalker saga, I was expecting a lot, lot, lot more. I still kind of liked it. <laughs> um, it's not perfect. I don't agree with people that say that this is the worst Star Wars movie ever made. I think oh, no. I think Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are much, 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 much worse movies. Um, uh, but I mean, yeah, I do understand all the screenwriting issues that that it has. You know, I'm not blind to that. Um, However, I really like Ray's arc in this. I felt like her, her arc was something that uh, really uh, uh, resonated with me. The whole Palpatine thing was kind of dumb and stupid, but I guess it would have been better if they just straight up made her a Skywalker. Like, I know in the end, she chooses to be a Skywalker, but, you know, it's not like, oh, you're actually, you know, someone, you know, you're actually, uh, you know, you've been a Skywalker all along. You know, like, at least with this one, there's a bit of conflict, you know, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, uh, a um, it's ridiculously, uh, predictable. We know what's going to happen. She's not going to turn to the dark side, but you know, um, I liked it. Uh, I like, um, Kylo's, um, you know, upbringing, uh, I'm kind of like a sucker for, um uh, uh, redemptive arts. And even though his wasn't great, you know, it was just a, a mini Darth Vader, you know, where, uh, by the third movie, he turns to the good side um, and, you know, helps save the world and all that. Uh, but uh, I like Kylo. Um, I'm in this. Um, uh, I do agree that the first hour of it is not that good. I've seen it three times and that first hour just gets worse and worse. Like, you know, like every single time, like I'm not a big fan of the big, uh, of the fast pace at all. Uh, it's a huge headache. I think the film gets better. When Ray and Kylo, uh, fight on the, um, um, like on the Death Star, there's that, um, you know, like that lightsaber battle with the huge waves and everything, uh, which I think is one of my favorite, uh, lightsaber, uh, battles. Um, I think that that's where the film really starts to pick up. I feel like that's where there's an actual story. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I, I truthfully, I'm not a big fan of all the sequel trilogy. I, I don't love, Force Awakens, I don't love Last Jedi. I don't love um, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. They're all on differing levels of good, you know, to solid. You know, I don't hate any of them, uh, like so many rabid Star Wars fans do, uh, that they think that it's like, you know, like the death of Star Wars. I don't think so um, at all. Uh, the Last Jedi, um, although it, it had its flaws, I think had some really good moments. I really like what they did with Luke. Um, I would say that Luke was much more uh interesting in Last Jedi than he was in any of the um original trilogy. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I I guess those are my thoughts. I I, I like Rest of Skywalker. Uh sorry guys, I know again, but No, you don't uh, have to
1: keep apologizing, Kenny. Yeah, it's like, yeah. That's, why, <laughs>
3: That's uh, why you're here,
1: Kenneth. Yeah. We we yeah. do yeah, we, we love talking about movies. Uh, you know, exactly. no matter no yeah.
0: matter what. It wouldn't be fun if we all agreed, mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter how
3: wrong true, you
1: are. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No uh, so
0: I
4: do. Okay. I, I do want to go like, get to
0: our surprise films. Uh oh, I'm sorry, Roman. You said I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. Yeah. I was the last thing you said. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, I, I do want to get to our surprise films, so I'm gonna go kind of go quickly through my last disappointment. Film, which is uh, another movie that came out last year. And I had, it was probably, if it wasn't for Endgame and, and Rise of Skywalker, it was probably my third or fourth most anticipated film from last year. And this, the trailers were outstanding. I remember that Comic Con trailer came out in 2018, and like it stole Comic Con for me that year. And that's Godzilla King of the Monsters. This movie was just all sorts of bad for me. Kenneth, you're smiling. Please, please, come on, Kenneth.
5: (laughs) I'm not even going to talk.
0: I'm not even going to talk.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, this is too good.
3: I can't, I can't.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This movie just features some of the dumbest human characters I've ever seen in any movie, period. And I always go back to that scene of Vera Farmiga where in this movie does she have time to come up with a really, really awesome PowerPoint presentation? I, 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 <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
2: I'm the only one who hasn't seen
0: it yet. I oh, have you? Oh, but I've
4: heard.
0: Oh, you haven't seen about it. Yeah. Okay. I Okay, <laughs> that's like.
2: But I haven't exactly, seen it yet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I won't. I won't go into spoilers then. I, that makes my job easier. Uh, okay. It's
5: <laughs> yeah,
0: because uh, I could yeah the, the stuff I want to talk about. Is spoilers, so I won't get into that, but um yeah, this just, then I think we can agree that the, the human characters in here are probably some of the worst human characters we've ever seen in any movie, period. Uh, they make some of the dumbest decisions, and you know, for as great as the cast as it is, I think the best character, human-wise, is probably Kyle Chandler, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's great, good in almost anything he's in. Uh, not enough monster stuff for me, even though they promised it, I guess what they meant by it is, yeah, we'll show more action, but not enough we'll always just cut back to the human stuff. And it, it's kind of, I, I would have rather had seen Godzilla 2014, just a redoing of that. I think it gonna keep teasing and teasing, because that's kind of what this is, just to a more broader extent. And like I said, not enough monster action. I'm hoping Kong Godzilla gets better at that. Uh, yeah, this, is, this was just really disappointing. me. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Thank you guys for making my job easier. I'm not to okay. get into spoilers. So let's go ahead and get into our surprise films. Let's go ahead and actually, yeah, I agree, Ben. Let's go ahead and do that. Okay, so we're going to end this, uh, and uh, yeah, so real quick, everyone, just say where you could they can find you online.
1: Not at the same time, uh, Kirsten,
0: start with you. Yeah, Hi. not all the same time, but Kirsten, yeah.
2: Okay, thanks, guys, for having me. You can find me on Instagram at MissFilmingo and on Twitter at KFilmingo, and you can also catch me on the Mac Movie Reviews podcast. Thanks, guys, for having me. We hope to have. All four of you guys are on the Mac Movie Podcast in the future. So thanks again for having me.
3: Uh, Kenneth? Uh, yeah, I, um, uh, you guys can find me um, uh, on my Instagram page. Uh, my name is uh, Replicant replicantmoviegoer. Uh, I'm not the most active, but you know, every now and then I'll try and post something. So uh, yeah, uh, you know, go follow me there. And uh, it was great being here. Roman.
4: Hey, um, I'm just a normal guy, uh, my Instagram, if you want to follow me, is uh, Froman, like B-A, Froman, sausage king of Chicago, with uh, two underscores on either side.
1: You can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast, and please email us. Let us know what your most disappointing movie is, and if we should have Kenneth on again. Uh, no! Email us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We love you, Kenneth. Email us at theinfinitybros20 at gmail.com. That's theinfinitybros20 at gmail.com.
0: Awesome, awesome. So for Cursor, for Kenneth, for Roman, for Ben, for me, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, uh, and until next time, guys, see you later. Womp
3: womp.